Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Slajana. And today's word of the week that we lived by is strippers. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> but it'd be funny if it was. I mean, I did just watch the Grammys and there was a beautiful tribute to Prince and there was a beautiful stripper pole there. She was clothed but uh-huh. in lots of feathers. Okay. So I immediately went to that and I was like, oh, that's beautiful, Slajana. Did yeah. you do that? <laughs> no, but I did take like a, a while ago, there was like a pole dancing class. And did I was, you? Yeah. It was like a group of girlfriends were like, let's like go do this different thing. And I'm very bad at it. <laughs> I, I look like a giraffe trying to walk, but like somehow lock around a pole. Like, Did you have bad. to wear the stripper heels? No. Oh, good. No. Because that would be my first problem. I wore just uh, plain old Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> so sexy also, of the pole. very attractive. You know what is really attractive while that's happening? When you're like, the pole is just like making all these squealing noises because you're like, <laughs> just like getting a third degree burn as you're trying to like, like grip on for dear life. Like, <laughs> I just like try to like, it, and like, it wasn't even like a hard move. Like the move is you grab the pole with your right hand. You hook your right like knee around the pole and then you like allow gravity to spin you. Oh. It's not as easy as it looks. Of course it's not. And I just look like just a bumbling, like <laughs> just like a fumbling, <laughs> specially educated, like needs person because it was just not good. Anyways, I'm really digressing. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's not strippers this week. <laughs> It's actually teamwork. Teamwork. <laughs> yes. Which is not a stripper's word of the week. No. There's no teamwork in stripping. No. Just, well, I guess her in the pole or he in the pole. Yeah, that's right. We don't want to discriminate. Why well, we got to say it's just it, I think it would be weird if the schween was on the pole. <laughs> that's gross. We already I had can't. to work out on the dude's side of the gym for a while. We know. It's going to smell like testosterone. It's terrible. Sure is. Yeah. All right. Let's deep dive into teamwork. Yeah. So did you have a lovely teamwork week? I think I did pretty swell. <laughs> swell. I know. Who am I? <laughs> oh, golly gee. <laughs> My goodness. My goodness. <laughs> Uh, would you like to go first or would you like I me could, to go yeah, first? Yeah, let's just knock this out. Okay, I'm let's gonna, go crazy. Well, first of all, I just want to give a shout out to my numero dose team. Johnny's my numero uno team. But you and oh I my gosh, we're a team. are just such a good team. Oh my gosh. You and know what? Cheers, cheers to, us. to that. Yeah. Oh, yep. we're so beautiful. Cheers, cheers everybody. Yeah. And to our listeners, because without you listening to us, it's just two weirdos two talking into weirdos. the interwebbies. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I did have you on my mind map. I put it LOL. Podcast oh. website. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. adorable. So we hope you guys think that we're the best team because we think we're the best team. Yeah, because behind the scenes, we do a lot of complimentary things. Yes. You, we are a psychologically safe environment. Sure so you are. will give very honest feedback. Sure will. And I am rarely insulted by them. Yeah. So that's I'm trying to think really of the time perfect. If I've been insulted, no, it's good critical feedback. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. See, you guys just need to find yourself psychologically safe teams. Right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we only say that now because we both attended a mental health class. <laughs> yes. And there's one solo podcast where I go on and on about psychologically safe. But if you didn't listen to that solo podcast, rude. But psychologically safe is when you're with a group, usually a team, it could be work, it could be here, where you can give feedback. If someone says above, below, or on the same level of you, hey, does anyone have anything to say? Is there anything wrong? Is there anything right? I'm looking for feedback. If there are crickets in the room, it's not because it's probably perfect. It's probably because it's not psychologically safe. Yes. A psychologically safe team is when I say to my boss, hey, you're kind of being a bully today. Could you take it down a few notches? And they do. Yeah. And you know, there's not going to be any negative repercussions. Right. Right. This is probably the first team I've been psychologically safe on. Oh my gosh. Progress. I mean, so good. Yeah. It is so good. All right. Let's hear about your teamwork. Okay. Well, it started with my binge watching of Netflix. (laughs) Right. I discovered a show called Cheer. This is a 
TV shows that we might both like, according to our coworker, Carlene. Maybe. Yeah, she You're told gonna me. You're going to have to watch it. So Carlene loves really bad, in my opinion, serial killers and mind messed up stuff and mm-hmm. things that are going to give you a downer. Yep. And I'm like, no, thank you. If it's not happy, I don't want it. <laughs> right. I need more rom-coms. And she's like, ew, rom-coms. Those aren't even real. It's like, shut your face. They're real somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so she said this. Is, so I'm interested to hear. Tell me about Cheer. So Cheer, well, I have to be full disclosure here. I have to say I kind of like was a little judgy because ENFJ over here of like cheerleaders. I'm like, oh, whatever. You just like look really cute and you say cute things and you just like just cheer, like whatever. But this particular like cheer, cheer series, cheer, I think whatever. Anyways, it really shows how hard it is to be part of like a squad, a cheer squad. There is a college in Texas called Navarro College, and it's like the best cheerleading like team in the country. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like a two-year school or whatever. And then like it's like an you get an associate's degree. But this the head coach there is like uh, they win every year, basically. Is this like dance mom? Yeah, but she like uh, what's cool about it is like a lot of these the kids that go to the school, like they come from challenge backgrounds, like definitely not the traditional thing. And she just like teaches them discipline and hard work and teamwork and structure. Yeah. Teamwork. And a lot of them are coming out with like three eights and four O's in terms of their like academics. So it's not just like you cheer and like you do, you get a degree in basket waving because your sport is too like complicated or whatever, or too time demanding. But it shows like how much like how many characteristics of team market embodies. So like they are used to winning and they set the bar so many times that winning is the only option for them. So that's kind of their like common goal, collective goal. And all of these students, like all these leaders want to get to that. Like that's kind of their baseline. And they have, you know, they try to like, they have flyers and they try to set like do pyramids and stuff. And you're, you have to have like, a lot of trust. And if anyone messes up like part of the pyramid, the whole pyramid crumbles, which I thought was just like a really cool kind of analogy in terms of the teamwork. Because if there's like one or two people that are struggling and like the rest of the team doesn't come to like help out or like solve the problem together, then it's all going to kind of fall apart. So yeah, that's interesting you bring up trust because I tried to do a little research. I know you're, you've been a research I've been guru. I've really doing research yeah. a lot. But I looked at Blinkist, which is the app where I can just flip through some of the books. And one of them was the traits of dysfunctional teams. And they talked about trust. And if yeah. you don't have the trust, we talked about psychologically safe. It's the same thing. You're using like the pyramid. Someone's going to drop you if you said like nasty things about them. In this case, it was, do you trust your coworkers to like do the work when you're not around and like micromanage them? Mm-hmm. Are, are you throwing them like trust falls occasionally like that? And is it is it working? And can you give feedback correctly? So yeah, so that's interesting, especially when... You mentioned that the bar is so high on winning. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I just thought it was, it's a very, int- I mean, there's like some drama and stuff associated with, you know, just natural college life. Are but they sleeping with each other? No, like the one, go- <laughs> well, I'll give a little snippet. This okay. is totally not teamwork-esque, but the one girl, <laughs> she came from a really challenged background for a period of time. She like left school. She just kind of ran away, was kind of going down like a hard, challenging path and some photos of her were leaked Ooh. when she was young and they're very provocative photos. She was like 16, 17. Okay. And so then she's like, has to go to the coach because they got leaked and the coach has like zero tolerance for like any of the, like she is very like, you will be respectful to the community. You guys are going to be premier students, all of these like really, yeah. really positive things. And she had to go to the coach and like explain like what was happening because she represents the that team. brand and that yeah. team. And the coach, like they had to go to the, they, they had a police officer come and they had to like file a report. And the person that like set these off is like potentially going to be charged for like a felony charge because Whoa. the girl's like 
16 when the photos like oh you know what I mean so it's considered like underage Mm -hmm. yeah so drama right there wow (laughs) and you know so like you know some of that stuff is pretty intense but one of the things that's I think very inspiring is like she's got this very incredible she's very good at cheerleading and she's got an incredible like support system through that and because of like the investment in her, she kind of feels the same investment into, you know, her team. So since you didn't do cheerleading, were you ever a part of an activity or a group in high school or college? Mm, like I that? mean, I was like part of student council and we did, did they like, really like each other on student council? Well, Our student council we didn't did, like, like each we other. Built floats and stuff and actually that was that does seem intense yeah Yeah. it was it did require a lot of planning and stuff so I I enjoyed that sports wise I mean I'm not very much like the athlete premier kind of situation so and the sports that I did do was like tennis which is kind of solitary in a way unless you play doubles ski club but same thing right you know yeah okay so I did do volleyball too but I wasn't very good at volleyball either. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I just remember, so band in high school was like oh, big. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine that being a super team. And then like the drama group, it was like the tech crew versus the actors and actresses. So Ooh. you like bonded, especially if you had the key to the drama room. And then when I went to college, I immediately signed up for Marching Band because they sent a flyer that said we were going to be in the Macy's Day Parade. I, I remember learning right. this fact about right. you. So I signed up for that reason, but the tuba group was like about 30 people and it helped make the transition to college easier because there were people who were older that could be like, oh, hey, I'm going to drive you home, you big weirdo freshman that got too drunk. Or... Like they would help you like navigate classes and stuff like that. So it was always nice to have that. And so some of what you were describing on like the cheerleading, I was like, oh, I remember some of that from like groups and then like the sorority sisters, um, one of which I'm going to bring up later. Ooh, yeah. lovely. Yeah. I think it's kind of interesting to, yeah. to see all that. But the next thing I kind of really appreciate is just the teamwork in my relationship with Johnny. So, I mean... And this sometimes like, it seems kind of small, but like there's days where it's like, oh man, you know, we obviously share a common space. We need, we have common goals to like feed each other. It's amazing how much adulting needs happen when you're in a relationship. Bills need to be paid, like all of these things. And although it doesn't seem like traditional teamwork Oh, it's like super teamwork in my opinion. It really is. And I find that like, it's just so like, it's, there's nothing more like sweeter to me than when I know like he's just got my back and it's just like such a comfort, it builds that trust that we just talked about a little bit ago, but like, it's a simple thing of like, I came home and he cleaned up the house and he made dinner and he does this like randomly, you know, at times or whatever. And I'm just like, we just make such a good team. And I do the same thing. It's like, I know he might need something like from the store and I don't have to ask, like I just handle it kind of thing. And it's, I don't know, it's just a consistent balance of those things. And that just feels awesome. Did you find you were doing some more of those things or noticing them more this week because it was like teamwork? So you're like, how are we as a team? Yeah. Especially because he's out, like he's on a work trip or whatever. So so it's much more noticeable. You're like, oh, it's a lot more noticeable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, this this sounds so silly, but like I rarely take out the trash and he always takes out the trash. And today I had to like take out a bunch of trash and I was like, ugh. I just want my teammate back. (laughs) I remember Alex went away for like a week or so. And he's like, by the way, this is how to put the lawnmower together and like, you know, get the gas set up and everything. I was like, oh yeah, no, that's not happening. Yeah. I haven't done that in 12 years. That's not. Yeah. It can wait an extra week. It can wait. Yeah. It's totally fine. (laughs) But that's funny that you say that because yeah, the absence, you are like, but that that's a well-oiled machine. You do this. I do this. Yes. It's totally. I mean, that's like, there's something like Johnny loves the dishwasher. I do like laundry. He'll do laundry too, but like I'm usually the primary right. laundry 
person. There's like a little bit more bullying that has to happen in order for some. I'll like, I'll always clean the bathroom because that like really bothers me. And he's like, not that phased by it. So just, you know, we both, we all have our roles to play here. And when one party is not present, you're like, oh man how did I do it when I was single? Like, I mean, obviously I just did it or I didn't get done. Or it and didn't it did. get done. I it's lived like not a, a problem. I lived like a piglet life. Right. <laughs> As Julie would say, <laughs> I just like lived in my own filth a little bit. Yeah. It's fine. And sometimes you, you need that. I think it's interesting because I find that the more like responsibilities that you have. So like, then you get a house and you get a dog and then you get kids and like the things happen. There are times where like Alex and I have gone through like, oh, we're just coexisting. We're in survival mode. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you are my roommate right now. There yeah. is no love right now. Yeah. Like we are, <laughs> we are living We're here. just two people that made a commitment. Right. Like to like uh, hang out forever. To bring out love is going to be strong at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Did I fall ass backwards in this? <laughs> Wouldn't say no. <laughs> But I did notice, so I was going out of my way to like explain more things this week. Be like, hey, these are all the details. And I found that his questions this week were more on on point. Where I'm sure everyone's had these conversations where you have a conversation and it starts off with, well, why did you do that? And you're like, well, now I'm on the defensive. Hackles raised. Now we're going to have beef. And I found, I added a couple details and he's like, that doesn't make sense. What did you just point out with relation to A, B, or C? I was like, oh, that didn't make sense. So there was like a little bit of teamwork where he pointed out things that I would never have seen. So like we're in the process of trying to get our house ready to sell. And he brings up things. I was like, how in the world would that have even gone through your mind? And then I know yeah. when we looked at houses the first time, I was like, this is the most amazing house ever. He's like, this is a butthole. Like, we're not <laughs> buying this. I'm not doing this. Right. If you want this house, you can buy it <laughs> right. for yourself. Me and the kids, we're going to just stay put. <laughs> right. So I imagine this time I'm going to go into like every house and be like, this is my life. And he's going to be like, <laughs> no, this is not our life not happening. <laughs> Be better than this. Yeah. It's incredible to see. Like even sometimes like I think about just like simple things. So I am just notorious for like losing everything. I'd probably lose like my head if it wasn't attached <laughs> to my body. And Johnny is like very meticulous. He'll like take all his items and he just, everything has its little place. And that Ooh. just like kind of stays where it is. I particularly stink when it comes to like, keys, wallets, (laughs) cell phone. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm more like a space cadet in those regards, which probably shouldn't be, but I just, they don't sound important. I just like to live in the moment. (laughs) You're very mindful, (laughs) except not of stuff. You're not materialistic. No, that's just not my job. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to a party. Like, let's go. One time we like went out and I was like, oh, I don't have my cell phone. He was like, how do you not have your cell phone? I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, oh, I- like everyone that really kind of matters is here. So like no biggie. And he's like, what if you like were feeling well and you wanted to go home and like, I want to stay out. I'm like, well, I don't know. You would just call me an Uber. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. I would prostitute myself out to get home. <laughs> That's what would happen. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, he keeps me like, he always like make sure I like take care of that. Stuff. So like before we leave, we're like, babe, do you have your keys? Do you have your wallet? Do you have, <laughs> do you have your purse? <laughs> you know what? It's funny you bring that up. I totally forgot. Alex would do that with me. He's like, do you have your wallet? I was like, do I need my wallet? He's like, for F's sake. And like, like he rarely like swears, need- but he's like, why would you never check your wallet? I was like, I mean, we're going to a friend's house. Are they going to card me? He's like, you big Jojo. Like, I, take yeah, your wallet. Take your stuff. I know. <laughs> I know. It's... You know, just the basics. Yeah, this is this is why our podcast is the way it is. We fly by the seat of our pants. We really do. And honestly, I don't know that it would work for others. <laughs> it was funny. I was in the locker room. So you didn't go to Sudor today. Yeah. Our 60-minute land dance class. Afterwards, I was talking with some of the other people. And they were like, oh, I'm into CrossFit and I do this. 
I told him about some of the other workouts I had done. And recently, I'll go over one. I don't want to ruin the surprise. And one of the other ladies, you know, the one with the knee brace off to the side. I oh, can't remember. Yes. She, she's been there since the beginning. Yes. She's great. She was like, well, you do know that they have personal trainers here that will help you like with a training program so that you can like run a 5k or I had mentioned that you were trying to run a 5k by March. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. I don't want you to think that I actually want a program. I just like to swing to different workouts that are completely outside my expertise Yes, and then hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like if you told me there's going to be a 5k where I can dress up as Pikachu tomorrow, I'm in. Yeah. No, I haven't run a 5k in a while, but yeah, no, I'm in. It'll it's be fine. fine. It'll yeah, be it'll totally be fine. fine. Yeah. So. And she just like stared at me like I had like three heads. I was like, mm-hmm. she's like this lady. She didn't understand. Fly she's by the so seat pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it, but like, right. <laughs> What's her deal? But no. <laughs> so yeah. So Johnny, number one, super team. Super team. The other thing is like, I just want to talk about how t- teamwork really is just sense of community, right? Like mm-hmm. if your team is functioning as it should, then you feel this closeness and sense of community and trust and all of that stuff, which I actually, I really feel with my work team. So I don't know. It's incredible to like see, but like, but the team that, at least the physical team that's out here, cause we're, you know, we have co-locations. Right. St. Louis in here. Yeah. It's just like, we communicate very well together. We're honest. We have like a human factor. It's not just like only work, work, work. It's like, oh, I genuinely care about you as a person. Like, tell me about your life kind of right. stuff. Isn't it so good? It is so good. Is this one of your first times you've been on a team like this? Cause it's mine. No, I've for the most part, been pretty fortunate. Okay. I, especially like when I worked in like an operations environment too, I really liked oh, it that because very, it like, had quick and high demand. Yeah. And... It just had a clear structure, like a really clear structure yeah. and stuff. So I found that to be rewarding. So that's just like a little side note, but then the research began and I wanted to know like, what are the best teams in like the U S or like examples of the best teams. And I was going to say, Pixar because they have the brain trust and like they, the brain trust is when they get together in a group, you leave your ego at the door right. and you come in and you talk about things. But you said, no, Which, that's well, not the case. I mean, <laughs> just in the examples that I read, that was not on the top, but I wouldn't, I, I mean, based on what you're saying, I wouldn't de- deny that. that. I mean, sounds... they have some pretty sweet movies. Yeah, obviously. Check out Coco. But one of the examples was, NASA's Apollo 11 mission, which is let's get ourselves to the moon. Ooh, and that's back. a good example. And back. Yeah. <laughs> but it talked about how 40,000 people were involved in getting a man on the moon. And, and it was like a long was, shot back in the day. It really was. But it all revolved around, well, the key was obviously having a collective goal, which was get to the freaking moon and back and back. Yes. <laughs> Not just stay Don't leave there. them there. <laughs> Don't leave them there. It's gonna get awkward. But it talked about how communication was huge. Like the scientists talked to like every, like all the people that were involved. So engineers, scientists, astronauts, like tech people, everything, like everyone communicated closely with each component because that's the only way they could foster trust given the like intensity and like, the danger of the mission too. So I don't know, just thought it was cool. They also talked about obviously trust, support, respect for the brains that were involved in the and process. Did, and didn't you say there was 40,000 people involved yeah, in it? Yeah, that's what I just say. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm still astounded by that. Like yeah, 40,000 people. Getting them to function. Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. So you know, just a little old, little old. If we had 40,000 people behind us, what could we do? Mm, I don't know. We take would, over the world. We, yeah, take over the world and have like. Probably solve climate change. Definitely have solved climate change and also have like the greatest podcast known to man, oh, yeah. which obviously exists now, but like, you know, just uh, saying we'd have a lot more support. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing that made me think, obviously, well, you and I love nature. Yes. And then I was like, well, where in nature do you see teamwork? And the first thing I could see is, think of was birds, geese in particular, flying I, V. I love me some birds. You know, they have to, they honk at each other to communicate. 
like direction and stuff from what I've read and in order to they're seasonal. So like they got to communicate deeply or closely to get to their destination and stuff. I was so. having some deep thoughts the other day because I was stuck outside my house. More about that later. And a V of geese went by, but they were so low. I could actually hear their wing beats. Oh, wow. And I was like, I don't think I've ever heard that before. Huh. It's like my little moment of nature. That's cool. Like, Good job, guys. Meanwhile, I hate the geese around our building. They poop oh everywhere. Oh my God, and their green gross. poop is disgusting. Right. I Worse. can't stand so, like, them. I just want to say I have a love-hate relationship with geese. Ugh, I know, same. But I do think I read this somewhere. Someone in the interwebbies can tell me if I'm right or wrong. That if one of the geese leave the V because they're migrating, so they have to like make it as a group. If one of them gets sick or injured or something, another goose stays behind with them. Wow. So it's like military. Oh, it's like military. Leave no man behind. I guess the military would be a great example of teamwork in all aspects. Now that I say that, I think I have seen like geese by themselves just flying. (laughs) And so maybe he's the loser. Maybe. Or she is the loser in the group. And they're like, yeah, no one's staying behind for you. It's yeah. not a psychologically safe team. That uh, doesn't sound You're like it. Duck behind Bob. Lone goose. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. I know. <laughs> but usually they're in like two or three. Yeah. Yeah, they're fine. So that was one example. Some of the other animals that I thought of were elephants. Elephants. They're yeah. Always uh, protect- the adults, if they're under attack, surround the children. Yeah. Yeah. So Baby That's elephants. about it. Why don't you tell me about your teamwork time? Thank you so much for asking. You are welcome. Okay. So LOL, obviously, we're a great team. And then I thought about all the guest speakers we had. I went through some of our old episodes and saw how many people were willing to, one, just come on and talk about their lives into a microphone with me, which... When I say that out loud, it does sound intimidating. Like, please come over and just sit and talk with me for like 35 minutes to 45 minutes. The yeah, ideal we're time still frame. waiting for Dave Blakesley to do a that guest guy. episode. And we've seen him several virtually. times. And the other Dave, Dave Bluevelt, also has kind of said if he, we can't come up with more ladies, he would be a lord. Oh, yeah. I'm going to wear him down. I'm going to wear Welcome. him down. I would I join would, our front. Yeah. And he's very geospatially fun. So I would love to have him on here. Okay. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. And then, so I really liked all the guests that we've had. Also, just reaching out. So I messaged the Deconstructed Damsels podcast host because I'm going to be on her podcast next month. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about a trashy romance novel okay, with a strong female lead. Hey, that's um, right up our alley. Right. And so I reached out to her. I was like, hey, I'm on track to finish. It's going to be great. We traded podcasts. You should listen to this one. So you get the idea of like how I sound. And she recommended I listen to a couple of hers that were stellar. She's like, don't listen to this one. It's not very good. I was like, see, we have a just sharing podcast host problems. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And then a fellow lady of leisure listener and my old sorority sister friend, Lisa Tyson. Lisa Lisa Squared. Squared. That's right. So I reached out to her. She is a Wix aficionado, which is what the platform our website's on. Amazing. And I said, Hey, listen, I know you offered in the past to look our website, but it kind of needs some checking. I was like reviewing some of the stuff. I was like, oh, we've grown from that. We could have real pictures. We now have headshots. We now have like real stuff. So she has agreed to team up and help us on our website. Oh my God, guys. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. 2020 LOL refresh. (laughs) It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. And so I definitely appreciated old teammates like that. And then husband... I think we talked a little bit about this, but you know, just with kid juggling, mm-hmm. physical juggling of your children, you just juggling. like throw them in they, the hair in a circle. At one point, two of them were trying to get on top of my head tonight, and I was like, <laughs> "My, what? A normal Mom person, I would punch in the face, but I'm allowing this." And then one also was like, "This is really gross. It's on my finger. Can you take it off?" No, no. Mm. Yeah. So anyway. 
he has been super duper helpful, especially since we did a bunch of repairs on the house. So we're trying to get it to sell and we're mostly selling the house because we need more space for our families when they come to visit. Right. We've just outgrown it. It's a beautiful kitchen. I don't she think I'll is. ever manage She's to, a gorgeous kitchen. That stove alone, that chef stove is... Oh, the chef stove. Oh, there's so many things in that kitchen that I'm like, I'm sad to see you go. And yet the 1950s status of it all. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> so... There are things that I'm sure people who have lived anywhere can relate to where you're like, oh, there's a crack in the wall. I should probably fix that. Right. 10 years later, it's still there. Mm -hmm. So we wrote out like this whole list and we had this great renovation group, Golden Touch Renovations. Okay. And shout out to them. Shout out to them. They're amazeballs. But like anytime you you have to do that, it's like, okay, should I take time off? Should you take time off to be there? Because you got to be there during like the reno. And we did very seamless tag team. We had deep thoughts about things. Great. It was it was very easy. And it made me realize I'm out of the stage that I referred to earlier where we are coexisting survival mode. I may love you at some point again. And now <laughs> into, I mean, because it's serious. Like, you know, yeah. the first year of having kids, I don't think I have any friend that was like, oh, yes. My husband is the most useful person in the world. Right. Just you like sheer anger and hormones. Sheer anger, hormones, everything's happening. And then you're like, oh, I'm glad I still love you after all of that. Yeah. <laughs> we're back in that mode. I'm terrified of that day. I mean, <laughs> that if you year. Can, yeah. If you can get through it. It was funny because um, the ski trip that we talked about last time, my friend Alex and I kept talking about we love it so much because we don't get it that often. Yeah. Whereas some friends who like have the convenience of going whenever, whenever, basically people that are like me. Right. So <laughs> then, so then it tastes like so much sweeter. And yes. I, I like wonder, would I sound so dopey talking about geese flying overhead where I could hear their wing beats <laughs> if I didn't have children who would drown out everything. Right, right. So there was a lot of that, but the, so the repair people came on Monday and they said, Hey, we'll start tackling some of the things. And like 15 people showed up. Wow. What a team. It was a super team, but it also meant they were tackling everything in every room. So like I couldn't be in a room that was not being painted or cocked or something or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I ended up spending time outside and staring at geese flying overhead and hanging out with Yoda. <laughs> I did become super productive and spent two and a half hours clearing yard trash. Great. I realize it's been three years since I've cleaned my yard of all of its like leaves and like other stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's been since Eric, my youngest. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. better now than never. I right. Suppose. Exactly. But part of that was the repair group came in and they moved all the furniture because if they're painting, they got to move it. And then you find what's been behind certain things, what's under certain things. Mm -hmm. And like they just put in piles. And it made me... And it's so it's an inadvertent teamwork because they came in because I paid them to do like a job. Right. But I then was like, oh, we still have this poster that I meant to give my boss a while back because it, like, it matches his personality. Right. Oh, I still have this project that I planned on doing five years ago. Oh, I still have this. So my new Marie Kondo is not, does it spark joy? It's, do I want to be angry when I unpack this thing at my new house and be yeah. like, oh, you spent time and you packed that. It's like the one box that I had from college that I carried with me from every move up until like two, three years ago. Oh my gosh. You also had that box. Uh, yeah. It was, yes. it was like a long plastic bin, to be honest with yes. you. And I just, I don't know. I was like, I might need these lessons that I wrote out forever ago. Yes. <laughs> I just threw away like notes from some stupid butt class. I was like, why is this here? Right. Who thought this was worthwhile? Right. Yeah. So I threw away like three garbage bags worth of stuff. I'm I so recycled. proud of you. And you have given me strong feedback that I'm borderline hoarder. You are. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> this, I mean that with so much right. love. It's a psychologically safe team. I just safe do not want you to cross <laughs> full throttle cross. Right. 
the the hoarding hoarding realm. But it has been like, uh, nope, that's not coming with us. Nope, nope. And good, uh, that Happy Meal toy can't follow me. Oh my gosh! (laughs) But as a result, I've gone into work with two things recently. So my super boss Barb, yes, she is a lovely lady who loves cats. Uh huh. So my favorite web comic is the Oatmeal, and he has done the game Exploding Kittens. He's illustrated it. He's also done a couple books, but you can find him at theoatmeal.com. He puts a poster in all of his books, okay. and I had I put the poster off to the side. So the latest book is Why My Cat Is Better Than Your Baby. <laughs> And it's, I would immediately disagree with that. <laughs> immediately. But go on. But you are not a cat person. I am not. And I am probably more on dog than cat person. So I was like, eh, this poster doesn't really work. So I brought it in for Barb. So the oatmeal is also inappropriate in like language and maybe cussing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She put it on the door of her office, just facing <laughs> outward. Yes, she, and she did. was like so touched by it. And then I brought in another poster that's unicorns are real. It's purple, pink, blue with sparkles all over it. Uh-huh. And I brought that for my boss, Eden. Great. And he immediately was like, this is beautiful. Perfect. How long have I had those? 15 years. Not 15 years. No, Ten. these were way better. 10 this years. This year, this year. My Lies. friend Nicola gave me no the poster. No one believes you. Stop no, it. No, 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 Stop no. lying <laughs> to our audience. <laughs> Admit you have a problem now. This is an intervention. <laughs> but I will say, I'd had them long enough where I was like, it's been months. How are they hiding behind that? So I've been kicked into... Br- so don't... If you're a failing at Marie Kondo, just ask yourself if you ever had to move or if you died on the couch watching... The Navarro cheerleading squad. Would you want this in your house? The answer is uh, probably no. Probably not. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a good chunk of the teamwork. Oh, no, no, no. I <laughs> almost forgot. Tell me. The trampoline workout. Ooh. Oh my gosh. So I'd been talking about this for a while. My kid had a birthday party at a trampoline park. For those that don't know, it's where they just put giant trampolines everywhere. There's even ramps of trampolines and you pay by the hour and mm-hmm. you go. My kids loved it. But while I was there, I asked a couple questions because at 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday, they have a workout where you pay $14 and you go in with kids and the kids jump for free off to the side and you do a workout. Sounds like the ultimate energy. Like, and we do a Latin dance class with Charlene and Shawnee that I was like, Oh, 60 minutes. I could do that. Yeah. But I knew I needed a team because if left to my own, I would come up with a reason why I couldn't go at 8am. I would wonder if my kids were going to have fun and stuff like that. Right. So we got three moms, Sierra, Vicky and Michael. To come with me. Great. And surprisingly, they all like agreed to the 8 a.m. I think that's just a testament to moms in general. Yeah, they're um, usually like, up they're at like, like 5.30 correct. anyways. And we struggled through and it really was teamwork that like someone made the call and asked, do we have to show up early? Someone figured out that we should come at the same time with our kids. And like, it was, it was amazing. It was a feat in and of itself. So it's called Flight and Fun in Springfield, Virginia. Okay. The first class is free. So we all walked in. We're like, wait, it's free and our children are free. This is crazy. Amazing. But then we walk in. So there's about 20 people there already. Four dudes, the rest ladies. There were some ladies as old, definitely in their (laughs) 50s, possibly 60s. Old bouncing jubblies. I mentioned this because (laughs) they kicked our butts. Oh, so I was thinking, so a trampoline workout, I was thinking you pump up the music and I jump around and you tell me like, oh, now you're doing like cheerleader jumps. (laughs) Yeah. And cheerleader jumps. It was circuit training. Oh gosh. So we go in and they even had like arm workout. They had weights. They had medicine balls. On the trampolines? Not on the trampolines. Oh, There okay. were stations. So you come in and you do a quick, just on one of the big trampolines. Okay, let's warm up. And the warm up was already, I was like, oh, this is a problem. Yep. And the lady who runs it, she's an instructor. 
Okay. She was very understanding and yet was tough love at the same time. Okay. Which is... That's what you need. I w- That's what you need. Yes. She also explained how to use trampolines like a, a boss. Amazing. Like if you're closer to the springs, you're going to jump higher with less effort. And at the end... That's huh. that's very important. Never thought legs, about it that way, to be honest with you. I know. I know. So they had things like, okay, you are now going to do pike jumps, which on trampoline, much easier than in real life. Yep. But after a while, it starts to hurt. Of course. And then they were doing snowboarders and like mogul skiing. And then there's boxes in the middle. So like if it's a like 30 trampolines that are around. They sometimes have these hard boxes for people that just need to sit and like maybe... I'd be on the box for sure. So the boxes, they were having us do jump from the trampoline and squat onto them and then jump down. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And then they would have you jump from trampoline to trampoline and back and forth. Great. And then I'm already sprint. exhausted just oh my listening gosh. about it. At 30 minutes, all of us looked at each other and we're like, we are in trouble. The cutest thing happened though, it was probably 10 more minutes. So when our water breaks happened, we would go over and check on our kids right? or they would check on us. <laughs> like my friend Sierra said, her kid would, kept coming over, Evelyn, and she would be like, hey, are you okay, mommy? You look tired. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Johnny and Eric were giving me high fives through the netting Great. and just watching me on a bench. I was like, don't you guys want to bounce? They're like, we like watching you. I was like, do you? Do you? Do you? Honestly, is- are you mocking me, kid? Right. <laughs> are you you're a four-year-old, five-year-old is mocking me right now. And like, he was so adorable on the way home. I was like, what was your favorite? He's like, watching you. I was like, is this so you get a cookie when we get home? Because you're getting a cookie for saying that. Yeah. That's adorable. Adorable. But like little high fives and everything like that. But I like at one point there's a half pipe of trampoline and they were just having us run up and down the half pipe. It was, it was exhausting. That would be very exhausting. So my shoulders and back were killing me the next mm. day, Let's but like it. in a good way. Well, yeah. That's good. Yeah. At least so, we finally got that experience. I too. finally got the experience and we all agree we would do it again. Good. Maybe yeah. I'll come with you next time. Yeah. So I would like to start this as ladies of leisure take over 8 a.m. classes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know it's, it's early, but you can do it. I can do yeah. it. <laughs> I got up at 4 a.m. to go skiing the That's other weekend. That's true. And so. I saw you after your ski event. You yeah. look like a beautiful snow bunny. Bless you yeah. for saying that. That means <laughs> so much to me. But yeah, so that was my my big thing. And I think I went over. That was my butter. My productivity was the fact that the repair people point out my flaws and my categorization mm-hmm. of stuff. And then my laugh out loud, I'll just go over now, is Aziz Ansari. Yes, he's great. I love him. Have you he, read Modern Romance? I haven't, and I haven't watched the show, but it's on my to-do it's list. excellent. Okay, good. So he has a... I listen to Sirius Radio, radio which is Netflix as a joke, and on it... He had a skit about Nazi pizza. So he's like, hey, crowd, have you heard about Nazi pizza? So apparently, Domino's, there was someone there that put a swastika in the shape of pepperoni. Oh, my God. And when they delivered it, the person took a picture and put it out to the world and said, is it just me or is there a swastika? He's like, and then a bunch of people said, yes, it's totally a swastika. But then a bunch of people said... No, I think it's just pepperoni pizza, you big weirdo. Mm. What are you looking into? And he started asking, like, you know, has anyone seen this? And like asking the audience. And he's talking to someone in the audience. He's like, and he's like, what do you think? Does it look like a, a swastika? And he's obviously showing the picture of the pepperoni on a screen. And the guy says, no, I don't think so. And he's like, well, where did you hear about it? Like, you know, because Washington Post posted in the New York Times, but the Washington Post had a doctored photo in their article. Oh. Right. And the guy was like, oh, I saw the Washington Post. And he's like, that's really interesting because I made up this whole story. And this is what's wrong with the internet. (laughs) And I started laughing out loud in my car because I'm like, that that probably did happen. Like, as in like, yeah, like you can make up these stories. 
I mean, but people run with him and then you wonder why we're like so divided. Right. He's like, and then I didn't even address like the people who were like, what is Aziza talking about? I'm on every filter and every news Uh feed and I never even heard of this. Why is that not working? He's like, (laughs) you're just as bad. He's like, I don't want you getting off scot-free. But I thought about when there was a debacle with hotels.com and they had a Lisa Frank room. And I was like, a Lisa Frank themer. But then someone's like, they ripped it off and it's like in my building. But then it turns out like the person was being evicted for other reasons mm-hmm. and had been late. I was like, why is everything like, I mean, the data scientist in me wants to say, oh, yes, everything's multifaceted. You can't just have a model with like three parameters and like there's multifacets to lots of stories. But at the same time, I'm like, really? (laughs) Does it have to be that complicated? People just make up stories. So that made me laugh out loud. Making that shiz up. What about your pillars? My productivity. So I decided that I needed to just like do life maintenance. You took a day. I did. I took a day, even though I don't have that many days. I was like, I just need to get some stuff done. Yeah. So laundry, I was working on Dunsies. Started on the taxes. And I got to say this year's taxes are a lot more complicated than previous year's taxes. Yeah. You were telling me some of the questions. What was like one of the questions? One of the questions they were like, they wanted to know, and this is, this is, I've used TurboTax for the past couple of years. Yeah. They wanted to know if I had made on a online purchases that were not, like that were, did not get Virginia tax on them. And so you had to go through your whole darn history. I, they want the, they wanted to know the total so that it could be taxed. And the example, they provide you with like an example. And it was like a girl bought a bike outside of the state of Virginia and then brought it back into the state of Virginia to use. She will have to pay taxes on that bike because she brought it back into the state of Virginia. What? Yes. That's, that's the example. Yes. It's crazy because I'm like, just think about anytime somebody travels oh like on a trip or like whatever. Like people don't know that. Yeah. Unless it's like on a di- like I started looking because at of weed. I is don't, that why it I is? don't know. I st- I had to look on. I looked at my Amazon history. I was like, I guess I'll total everything yeah. up. Yeah. Which is also an eye opening experience. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I knew that. As someone who has a ninja costume arriving tomorrow. Yeah. My Amazon feed. Goes yeah, down you a should hole. just filter it by 2019 purchases. <laughs> and you're going to be like, wow. Every time you're like, oh, it's like 30 bucks here, 30 bucks there. And before you know it, you're well over $1,000 for the year. Oh, I'm well over $1,000. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, anyways, so that was a little stressful. And I might have to go see a fiscal person because <laughs> I my f- taxes are pretty straightforward. I don't really own a lot of stuff, but. That was that for productivity. For my bun, butter off the bunsies, I did my HIIT workout, the 12 yes. by 12. And that was pretty intense. And I got through three rounds of it. And then I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I need a break. And I took a shower. So that was that. And my laughter. Well, I... Don't have one. (laughs) No, you do have one. You told me the joke earlier. But I think I... Okay, so if I didn't tell this joke already, I talked to my little nephew, Philip, and he was like... He calls me Kekaslajo. I think I might have used this before, but anyways. If you have, I still laughed out loud. Everyone. And I still, like, I heard it already. I know I did. So anyways, uh, sorry listeners, but brace yourselves. But he was like, I have a joke for you. And I was like you do what's the joke and he was like what do you what do you call a cow with no legs and i was like i don't know what do you call him and he was like ground beef (laughs) (laughs) see so funny he's so cute he's so cute i'm obsessed with him it's also good when kids refer to murder yeah kind of yeah (laughs) Uh, also it was not like so funny more like devious my niece her tooth was loose her second loose tooth and she she was like look at this loose tooth and all I wanted to do was just like flick the tooth and like (laughs) and I was like what is wrong with me I mean but my you know what it stems from is that my dad used to like tie 
string like to a doorknob yeah he did that yes and for oh. some reason we were like yeah that's great or he would be like let me see and then he would just rip it out what yeah <laughs> he would rip out your teeth <laughs> oh my yeah, god i mean if they were loose like really loose and we were just like hanging on for dear life and he would just be like Bloop. so talk about trust <laughs> that's the super team <laughs> Yeah, you can rip out my tooth with the door. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. It's fine. No biggie. Yes. All good. Yes. But I found myself wanting to do the same things to her. And I was like, that's awful. But my sister was like, oh no, Sljana, we're not doing that. It's just going to fall out organically. She's like, I was traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> she obviously really wasn't, but she wasn't going to do that to Nicolina. So <laughs> that's understandable. Yeah. I just want to give a shout out because I got my first listener fan gift. Oh, you mentioned this to me. What What is the gift? I've used it on my children since we were talking about ground beef murder. It is a Dexter from that serial killer show, Dexter. Right. Apron. Like the one he like would wear while murdering uh-huh. people. Yep. And there are blunt splatters on it. It says Dexter. And it's super industrial. So I was using it because I was doing a craft project that I thought I might actually burn myself. And then Johnny, my oldest, who's five, came down and he's like, did you, did you kill something? Uh, and, yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I didn't kill something, but someone did. Let me explain about serial killers. Only I didn't. But yeah. I love the <laughs> apron so much. I was just like, oh, it's supposed to be funny because doesn't it look like I murdered someone, but I didn't. I ah, did it. It's a glue gun. And he was like, <laughs> mommy, I'll do whatever you no, want me to he's do. He's super obsessed with Jaws right now and draw, drawing blood in the water. Oh. So he's totally fine. He's like, oh, okay. It's not your blood. You don't need a Band-Aid. Got it. Oh, Got that's checked. so sweet. Right, it's so adorable. But yeah, one of our listeners gave it to me and I was oh. super excited. Yeah, it's well, beautiful. that's nice of them to yeah. do. And they kept me safe away from the glue gun. Yeah. But should any of our listeners want to send me a gift? Uh, I'm a size eight <laughs> right. shoe. Really into like good smelling perfumes. Yeah. We're, we're I just only really ladies. like gold jewelry. <laughs> Technically, Cindy Kim is giving you a... I heard. Yeah. Cindy is our beautiful work mom who takes care of us. She's amazing. She showed it to me. She got you the Korean scrubbies. She did. She did. Oh, because great. She I, did walk by me the other day. She's like, I have those for you. Yeah. She brought them in. And so I did not give you the ones I got in the mail just today because I saw that you were getting your own pristine version. Oh, I didn't want to ruin it excellent. for you. Excellent. Well, yeah, now I'm very, exci- now yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So the, as a great team ends, it's with LOL. Go team.